thank you for joining us if it's your first time. This is the Mind Wealth Podcast, and my name is Chelsea. Get ready to sit back, relax, and unwind while we chat about all kinds of things. Dementia is number four on our list of the most prevalent mental health disorder groupings, and today we're going to be deep diving into Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease. Don't even ask me to try and say that again, it's CJD for short, and that's how I'll be referring to it for the rest of the episode. First off, we need to know what the heck CJD is, and the short version? It's a neurodegenerative disorder. But what does that mean? The slightly more extended version is that your body creates proteins out of amino acids that are folded into different configurations depending on what they're meant to do in our body. Your prion proteins, though we don't know much about them, are thought to be the message carriers of those aforementioned folded protein chains. They are normal and at the highest concentration of them is in your brain and your nerve cells. Sometimes, when the proteins are being folded into the corresponding shapes, the folding doesn't go quite as planned. These misfolded proteins are usually cleaned out and recycled back into the body when they occur. However, even more rarely, the prion protein is also malfunctioning. You remember the messenger? In which case, the misfolded protein is not cleared and just hangs out in the wrong places. Why is that a problem? If those misfolded proteins are not recycled back into the body, it can cause a traffic jam and lead to more proteins being stuck. As the pileup continues, eventually that brain cell will die and release those misfolded proteins back into the brain, which in turn affects more cells, causing more backups and killing more brain cells. Over time, this leaves the brain a holy mess, causing it to become more like a sponge than a brain. This is also the reason you start to see external effects of the disease. Mental and physical impairment are very noted as it progresses, specifically in the area of muscle coordination, thinking, and memory. These could present as spasms or jerks and rapid cognitive decline. Though the onset of this disease is quite fast, the early warning signs could be similar to those of Alzheimer's or dementia, and generally start with things that look like balance issues, lack of coordination, trouble thinking, changes in sleeping patterns, mood or behavioral changes, or changes in vision. While this is not an exhaustive list, if you start to notice changes, always reach out to a medical professional for help. And while you're reaching out to that medical professional, start to track of it as much of it as you can. Trying to pinpoint when things started, when things get worse, anything that you can think of, the way that you're feeling, the foods that you're eating, all of it could be relevant information. There are also three subtypes of CJD, and with something so rare and so unknown, you'd wonder, how could you even have a subtype for it? But here's what we have. Sporadic CJD, in about 85% of cases, this is the type because we don't understand how or what causes the disease to happen. We also don't have a test for the disease specifically, so we cannot confirm the diagnosis until after the patient has passed and we examine the remains. Hereditary CJD. There may be a gene that denotes if a person in a particular family line also carries the gene. Hereditary accounts for 10 to 15 percent of the cases. Acquired CJD. Very rarely this disease can be transmitted from exposure to brain or nervous system material from the affected party. This particular type of transmission could come from under-sterilized equipment used for anything that has to do with your brain, or certain types of organ transplants or grafts of dura matter, which is the layer that covers your brain. This accounts for about 1% of the cases of CJD. Variant CJD. Now I know I said there were only three different types of subcategories, so listen up. This is when the disease was passed from ingesting meat of an animal with a degenerative disease. Do you remember the mad cow outbreak? 
In April of 2002, the first case of VCJD appeared in the United States, in Florida, by a British woman who was living there. In the beginning of December of 2003, the first cow tested positive in the U.S. for mad cow disease strain. Then, by December the same year, the U.S. put a ban on allowing what they called quote-unquote downer cows to be put into the food circulation. Then the FDA went on to ban the use of any blood or animal parts being fed to the animals, and we haven't seen any issues since. While I said there is no current testing on the market to diagnose you prior to passing away, there are a few tests a person can undergo to help the likelihood of accurate diagnoses. An EEG, which reads the waves of your brain, or an MRI could help doctors get a better look at the brain activity and picture of what might be going on in there. Cerebral spinal fluid testing could determine if you carry the marker for the disease by detecting the abnormal prion proteins in the fluid around your brain. The only way to confirm the diagnosis while the patient is still alive would be to do a brain biopsy, but this is extremely dangerous, and it's not usually done unless they're trying to rule out another disease that could be cured as their only option. Because the biopsy is the removal of actual brain tissue to take a look at what's going on, they choose to only do this in very limited circumstances. To end this on a more positive note, this is a very rare disease, and the amazing families who have spent time fighting for its ability to be recognized and diagnosed because it has touched their families is astounding. I'm going to leave a link to, in the show notes to show some of their stories and battles with CJD, and how they have tried to turn it into a positive note for others, and all the wonderful things that they've done. And as always, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I've enjoyed our time together. If you want to join me again for another chat, you can keep your eyes peeled every Wednesday for a new episode. Feel free to follow me at MindWealth on Instagram if you want to get to know me a little bit in the meantime. I'm looking forward to seeing you next week.